You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. PHNX Suns VIP Lounge for the 13th time in a row. Hell yeah. That one was a little bit nerve-wracking, <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, that a was bit. a little too close. <laughs> I didn't love that one. <laughs> but we did it. We made it. 13 in a row. That's all that matters. As always, we are brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Listen, before we even get into this, we're going to go straight to the bar. Yes. Because... Doubles all around, drink of the <laughs> night, Crowder's cash outs. It's like she was lining herself up yeah. when you said I that. I couldn't remember because what the word was. Nobody doubles all around. That, though. Jay Crowder, <laughs> you beautiful it. bastard, you. <laughs> I love you, man. So Espo for the second night in a row, back-to-back W's on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. No. Because... You chose Jay Crowder to make the first the field goal. Third time I've won on Jay Crowder. First time I won 434 bucks. Then I won twelve or 1300 last night. I won 1200 tonight. Espo bought dinner in case you were wondering. I actually didn't solve it. <laughs> oh, that's right. But, yeah, I'm but still you waiting beautiful for my money. bastard, you Jay Crowder. <laughs> the missus is getting a good dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, as well. I'm really happy for you. Saul, you also hit on that bet as well. You didn't bet as big, but you still hit. I did. I did one a little bit over 100 bucks. I had four other people either text or DM me and say, thank you, I won because I took Jay Crowder on the first basket tonight. I love that for all of us. I, I was so very close to putting a 1,000 on it, too. The 1,000 <laughs> I won last night. But as our man behind the Mac said, if you would have put a thousand on it, it probably wouldn't have hit because that's just how it goes. It is how it goes. So (laughs) we're thankful that you won what you did win. It's going to be a good Christmas in the Esposito household. Do we let it ride on Wednesday? Do we do another hundred on Jay? You're tempting the fates. I don't know. Yeah, you got to judge that. How mad I'm going to be if I don't do it and he hits it because of you, Gerald. And we ride, Shane. <laughs> the, the the mustache behind the Mac says, oh, we ride. We ride on Wednesday. Well, it was a 115-111 win over the Spurs, 13 straight. What are you guys' initial thoughts on this one? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, almost choked it away at the end. Uh, they they let the Spurs hang around just close enough. They, could, they just they couldn't get past like the 15-point mark. And then the Spurs just kept hitting shots. And I mean, give the credit, give credit to the Spurs. They played hard down the stretch despite being a four and 12 team now. But yeah, a little, a little too close. It, you know, 
Chris Paul has and Devin Booker have to understand that situation in the last minute. Like, yes, they are more likely to foul in that situation, but you still got to prepare as if they aren't. And you could tell they got a little laxed and surprised at what happened in the, those last couple possessions. Yeah, a couple of sloppy turnovers down the stretch. Um, you know, we saw that kind of vintage Suns run that they go on in the fourth. They went on that 10-0 run to extend the lead to 15 when the Spurs had cut it to five. And then the Spurs, like, I think they scored like seven points in a minute span or something to cut it back down. But um, overall, DeAndre Ayton had a fantastic game, especially the first half. He was rolling hard. He was putting the ball on the ground in the short roll, which we've talked about so many times as being the key to unleashing him. And then campaign was huge off the bench. So those were those were my biggest Mm -hmm. takeaways. Look, it played out the way I thought it would. I thought it'd be closer than than it should be just because it was back end or tail end of a back to back. It's the Spurs. Weird things always happen against the Spurs. Look, look, this this was right where where I, I thought it would be. This is just the a schedule reasoning why why the game played out the way it did. The Suns looked good for most of it. It looked like they had tired legs in that fourth, and they get the win. I, I call this a Thunder Road win, right? Which is a Bruce Springsteen reference because in Thunder Road he has the lyric, "You ain't a beauty." But hey, you're all right, which is the most insulting <laughs> line to a woman ever in a song. That's not, worse than that anything. Is really rude. Isn't it? It's mean... like the like the biggest backhanded compliment thing in a song I've ever heard. But it's perfect for this win. It wasn't pretty, but it got the job done, and that's, <laughs> that's all that matters. That's worse than anything we've said I about mean... Steve Buscemi by far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't Buscemi's think, are I, home wins. I, Thunder Road wins are oh, okay. when it happens on the road. Okay. I definitely didn't see Bruce Springsteen ever getting brought up on this show. No. So it's a little I mean... surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Like, like the old cat lady down there should be the one pointing out my foibles. I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> that way no. oh no oh he's taking his money and he's going home no, no. oh he actually left the building that's what it's left the building oh, oh he's back now We're okay. oh my god i want that on repeat i want it on a loop Manuel in the in the chat is is cutthroat. That was an espo. That was the oh win God, was the espo of the fire. podcast. Ain't pretty, but we'll take oh, it. Hey, he said man. JK. Hey, doesn't matter. Nice. Yeah, JK makes it all. Hey, right. wait, hey, espo. You say JK all the time. What are you talking about? I was told by some GM of mine that I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Doesn't oh, make man. it okay. <laughs> Lindsay's crying tears of guilt right now. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> what I meant was, was so we awesome. are the older acting. Uh, yeah, of that's the group, what you meant. But Lindsay. you have the old school references. <laughs> that's, that's what you, that's that's what what you I mean. Like, you always have right, the old Lindsay, school uh, reference. Basically, Lindsay's saying she's old on the inside, but you're old on the outside. <laughs> no, you just have the old school. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> keep digging, Lindsay. Keep digging. Just keep digging. <laughs> no, that just came off a lot more mean than what it, it was not uh-huh. intended to be. I'm sorry, Espo. Okay, can we go back to DeAndre? (laughs) (laughs) So TA finished with 21 points and 14 rebounds. Mm -hmm. Gerald, you you pointed to some of the things that he's added to his game or improved upon this season. Uh What do you guys see overall so far from DeAndre that you like? And what do you have as far as like 
where you think it'll go with the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think lately he's just been on a tear ever since he came back. He's been really good attacking off the dribble like we've talked about. Um, and he's just doing a lot of the dirty work and is a hard worker. Like we've talked about how he crashes the glass, how he rolls hard on screens. And I don't think he gets enough credit sometimes for how exhausting that can be physically on you, how taxing it can be, especially when you're having to do a lot on the defensive end as well. Guard out on the perimeter, defend the rim, deter shots. Like he's just been doing a lot. Espo, are you doing okay? He's I'm fine, Gerald. <laughs> yeah, I'm not you. used to being Os- able to Espo see. Espo looks like my dog when I take his toy away. He just <laughs> runs onto the other side of the couch and turns his back to me, and then he kind of looks back. I'm like, okay. Saul, you're dead to me. Uh, <laughs> on to the next one. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Aiden's been Aiden's been great lately. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> Yeah, did you see hello in the chat? He said, I've noticed Lindsay likes throwing people under the bus and then, and then taking it back. I love that my lawyer in the chat, so says Jay, just said, this level of immaturity is very disappointing. <laughs> For those of you listening on, on audio, I have turned my back to Lindsay and the rest of the group because that's just how I feel right now. Oh, oh man. I mean, listen, to be fair, I feel like in order to hang with the three of you, I got to have a little spice every now and then. Oh, yeah. What but, does that even mean, Jews Beans? R.I.P. Saul? Did I die? What happened to you? I don't I know. I said you're dead to me, Saul. Oh. Oh. Now you're not even listening to him. The code gets it. The code. I mean, to be fair, I hardly ever listen to the people that are closest to oh me. Oh, my so. gosh. I'm really sorry I got us off on like a whole thing there. Let's bring it back. Gerald, please continue with your DeAndre in conversation. Yes, Gerald, please. <laughs> I'm really struggling. Please help, Gerald. <laughs> Look, I, I, we've talked about this so many times, but like DeAndre Ayton, when he catches the ball in that short roll and his ability to put it down and close the gap between defenders that are sagging off to protect the rim is huge. And we saw him do that a couple of times tonight. It's not the biggest thing in the world that he takes one or two dribbles, but when he does it, he looks so good. He had that Euro step, I think, the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been doing that more lately. <clears throat> and I think he's mentioned... When we've asked him about it, he's mentioned that like watching JaVale McGee and Frank Kaminsky learning from them a little bit, like we've talked about, you know, DA is clearly the best of the three. His ceiling is way above any of theirs, but these little areas of their game that he can pick up on and add to his own game is going to truly unleash him. So it's really neat to see him kind of putting those things together as we go along because, you know, the first handful of games before he got that contusion weren't overly impressive. But now he has like consistently been great since he's returned. He's been very he's been, astute, Gerald. He's been Thank very, you. very, very good. And and again, I think DA is a top five center in the league. And I know we always talk about his worth because you know of the whole contract thing. But mm. DeAndre Aiden, you're not going to find twenty five other centers that are better than him. You're not even going to find more than five other centers that might be better than him in the league. Period. Mm. Like he needs he needs to have that respect because on the defensive end. He does just as much as he does on the offensive end, and he's just learning. And, and I don't know if this is a, a, a process of Javel um, being being here and kind of affecting him in practice and him understanding because it feels like he's taking taking shots that normally he wouldn't have taken before because the defender has been closer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But because Javel's against him in practice and he's got that length, he's he's a little bit more used to it, so he doesn't feel like it's not it, it's. He doesn't feel like it's not a mismatch. He's like, okay, I got this. Boom. And he, and he's just been he's been awesome. He, he's been awesome the last couple of games. You know what really bothered me during the broadcast, though? And I don't think it was intended. 
in any way. But but K Ray brings up, oh, Mikhail Bridges does so much than score. The scoring is it, something to the extent of the scoring isn't as important with all he does on the defensive end. And a lot of people buy into that mindset, and I understand it. But it doesn't apply to DeAndre Ayton, which drives me nuts. Yes. Yeah. Like it's it, all of a sudden it's like, well, DA does all this other stuff. Then he draw he gives you twenty one and fourteen as well. But somehow a lot of times that's not good enough. I, I still don't understand the the weird double standard even within in the own ranks. But DeAndre Ayton just keeps doing it. He just keeps going out there and getting you double doubles. You can pencil it in, you know. Yeah. And it, he plays really hard when like night in and night out, DeAndre's putting in the effort. Mm-hmm. And and I think one thing that stood out for me tonight was the three assists as well, because he had that one pass oh, that made man. Saul jump out of his chair. Oh my goodness. He to had, J- it was Jay facing Crowder the other corner. way, yes. threw it with one hand, like twirling to Jay Crowder in the corner. Perfect I don't know how pass. he saw him. Yeah. I, I saw he saw him when the defenders collapsed and kind of he like kind of bobbled the ball. He saw he, his head had turned that way, I think. So he knew where he was, but to be able to be facing this way, turn and like throw it with one hand mm-hmm. perfectly to the corner, those are the type of passes that like if he can start making those consistently, mm-hmm. there's going to be no answer for him in the pick and roll at all. Love to see DeAndre Ayton having continued success here back after that injury. All right, guys, let's take a look at our draft king of the game. Tonight it is none other then campaign, he finished with 20 points, three assists, three rebounds. We will Lindsay, see Lindsay that said, crown Lindsay, placement here shortly. Lindsay said, fuck you, Shane. Oh. Lindsay said, fuck you, Shane. I got well, it. I mean, I figured by the time I was done talking, it would be there. Hey, um, Shane, Shane was so proud of his terrible crown placement yesterday, he had to show it again today on, the, on, the, on there with DA. But yes, uh, campaign. He had twenty points, three assists, three rebounds in tonight's game. He led that bench unit, and they showed up big time tonight for the Suns team. Absolutely, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, they absolutely did. I mean, if you look at like, I don't want to put too much stock in single game plus minus, but if you look at the bench compared to the starters, Cam Johnson plus eighteen, McGee plus eight, Payne plus fourteen, Shamit plus ten. Like they were the reason the Suns won this game tonight because the starters didn't really have it going early on and in the second half. Um, so they were great. Campaign was huge. He had 20. McGee had 14. Shaman had 11. Like that bench unit hasn't had much time together because guys have been in and out of the lineup. McGee was starting for Aiton, but now they're kind of figuring it out a little bit. Yeah, and you need your bench to come up big on mm-hmm. uh, on that back half of a, of a back-to-back. So this team continues to do whatever it takes to win. It doesn't matter what combination it is. They keep finding it night in, night out. Yeah. I Listen, campaign showed us last year in the playoffs that he has what it takes to play at a very, very high level. Mm-hmm. And tonight, he just looked like – he looked like the best guard on the court tonight. Like, I, I, And I don't know if that's really debatable. In the short amount of time he was on the court, he absolutely showed out. He looked like he was in complete control of his game. He was hitting it from three. He was hitting the mid-range. He was taking it to the basket. He had total control out there. Um, I actually would have liked to see him play a few more minutes than than he got just because of, of how he was playing. You got to ride the hot hand. And, you know, I think if there's a weakness on this Suns team, and I don't know if you want to say it's Monty or, or whatever, but in terms of substitution, it would be Monty. You got to ride the, the hot hand. And this team needs to start to understand that because if, if they keep trying to ride Book and, and CP3 the entire time when things start to get a little rocky, 
they're going to falter at some point. You got to ride the hot hand and make it easier on yourself as you go through these games. They should have rode a campaign a little bit more. Um, but other than that, campaign was awesome. Yes, I agree. Um, sorry, guys. Oh, oh, because this team isn't built to ride the hot hand. Man. No, they never. It's they not haven't. the way the yeah. offense is built. And I still think that's a flaw in the system. Yeah, yeah it, absolutely. It, it, we saw it last year in the finals. It can be at times. It's also a strength, and it's also the reason why Monty gets so much out of the guys he gets stuff out of. Like, you look at some of the reclamation projects the Suns have had as far as, like, Frank Kaminsky even. Um, just a lot of these bench guys campaign that come in here, and because it's a we score mentality, because anybody can touch the ball down when the ball goes down the court, like that's something that empowers guys. It's also the, it can be a little frustrating when it comes to guys like Abdul Nader who are, you know, getting <laughs> minutes when they're healthy, but it's a, it's a long season and he needs everyone to be engaged and locked in. So it, it comes with pros. It comes with cons. Um, sometimes the cons are more noticeable on nights like this when, you know, you want to ride the hot hand of a guy like Payne, but you know, that son's, starting lineup is so good that it's hard to veer away from them in the clutch tonight was kind of uh, an outlier in terms of how they played down the stretch. Well, I mean, we're not, you know, we've been saying this for the last couple of games though. It's not just been, you know, campaign tonight, but like Mikhail, Mikhail Bridges, Bridges, you know, mm-hmm. the other night, you know, like he was clearly the hottest guy on the court and right. they didn't even act like he was even on the court in the second half. They didn't even look his way, didn't pass to him. Like, like you got to know, you, you just got to be better than that. And, and I would expect a veteran backcourt like Devin Booker and CB3 to know that. And the fa- that I think that's what makes this a little bit more accentuated, if you will, mm-hmm. is that you do have a guy like CP3 who knows better, who knows like okay, my man's hot. We got we got to keep riding that a little bit, or at least give him a few opportunities to see if he still remains hot, not just completely ignore him. And that's you know that's been my kind of bitch about Da is that you know sometimes when things when they're struggling, they just refuse to go down low to Da and get maybe an easy bucket and. Like that affected them last year, and in, in, especially in the finals, like they had no alternative outside of CP3 and Devin. And when CP3 was banged up, it was basically, I hope Devin can carry us, and and it didn't work. You know what I mean? Right. But I, I think for me, the reason that didn't work is because the ball stopped moving because they did devolve, like you're saying, into either just Devin go or Chris Paul go, and it was like one on one. Um, but this is like, this feels a little bit different because even like the bridges game, like he was saying after the game, like you put me in those many pick and rolls and I'll, I'll get more than seven shots for sure. I I think it's one of those things where the offense was still humming in that case because they were still moving it. Like last year in the finals, it it definitely stopped moving and and you could tell when it wasn't. Some of it's the defense though. They take away other options to force, force you into it as well. I get that. It just... It feels like it's a pattern, and if we see it, you know other teams see it too, yeah, and mm-hmm. at some point, does it get exploited? Is it a weakness or is it is it a strength? I think it can wind up being both along the way. It just depends on how how the opponent's coach and, and team defense plays against it. Is, when they, when well, they play better competition, which is basically the end of this week yeah. and next week, we'll find out. I think yeah. we'll find out whether or not, you know, is, is it a trend or is it something that – you know, they just, you know, kind of overlooked. And because when you get into those difficult games, you're looking for every easy way out yeah. um, to try and make it easier on yourself. So we'll, we'll find out soon. But, 
By the way, there's Daniel, I believe, uh, in the chat said, I'm just here to see who Lindsay kills off this evening. <laughs> I think it was me. I think that already happened. The show. Yeah. Yeah. There has been Fatality. a murder. There has been a murder. <laughs> I need to be dead, nicer. <laughs> I'm sorry, No, you guys. don't. No, 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 you don't. You're dressed in all black for a reason. It's because you're at a funeral and you murdered Espo. Did you see what? Did you see where he went after Espo left the room? No, what happened? Shane do. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. He's got him with his back on the cliff. <laughs> oh. Is he about to jump off the cliff at Kaminsky Cove? <laughs> I'm contemplating. No, my he's sorrow just hanging out cove. in Kaminsky Man, Cove. That's like a oh. tiny cliff, or that's just a big espo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Saul. The chat's not gonna have any fun with that comment. <laughs> All right. Well, this Thanksgiving, (laughs) you guys can be thankful for free bets. That's right. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official betting partner of the NFL, has a turkey day no-brainer for all of you guys that you don't want to miss. New customers who sign up using the code PHNX can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets instantly if either team scores a point. Which we had this earlier, and I think what'd you say, Espo was nine. What was it? Forty-three, I believe. So, it was a the last long time, time a zero, ago. Zero zero tie happened. Oh yeah, right. In the oh, NFL. Yeah, so you're basically guaranteed to win a hundred dollars in free bets from the DraftKings Sportsbook app if you use the code PHNX when you sign up and you place just a one dollar bet on any Thanksgiving NFL game. So it's a no-brainer. If you haven't downloaded the app yet, be sure to do so and use that code PHNX. Um, uh, <laughs> this is cute. <laughs> I'm so confident. I'm betting Jay Crowder to score first in each of the Thanksgiving Day games. Even that's a bold strategy, Kyle. Let's <laughs> see how that plays bold. out for you. Very bold. And then, um, stupid Derek White. <laughs> for the Thanksgiving games, all customers get a risk-free bet up to twenty-five dollars if your same-game parlay doesn't win. So that is their, that's another added bonus yeah. from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They have special promos like that where you can basically place risk-free bets because you get your money back if it doesn't hit. Let me make it, give you some advice. If you're going to take that, go multiple layers into your same-game parlay and up those odds because if you're betting 10 bucks, mm-hmm. you might as well go with a big odds yeah. if they're going to pay you back even if you lose, mm-hmm. for sure. Exactly. They're so not going to like me giving away their, 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 <laughs> their secrets, secrets here on how to win money. With hey, them. but we're here to help you guys. Like like Espo said, he had a whole bunch of people message him at, during today's game saying that they made the same bet he did and also won. Saul, you won too. So, I mean, yeah. it's a great time I to get on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I also <laughs> lost, though, because I had I had Derek White having 15 points, six, six rebounds, and six assists. Uh, and he came up so, so close. But 19 points, four rebounds, four assists. What Saul yeah. gets for going and betting on his own terms without consulting me on how to do this. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. You are on a heater. So He's 21 a, and over. Jay Crowder's Only listen on a to Aspo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look at that. Yeah. Yes. Jay go. twice, baby. <laughs> I love it. As Aspo was saying, though, that is 21 and older only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook This Composo thing is crazy. This Composo, it yeah. is. It is. He, he, think, he definitely thinks you are Composo's twin brother. Man, these are the Air Max I, 720s. I wouldn't way, need to, uh, AD, I wouldn't need to bet on Jay Crowder 
to score the first basket if I were Compazzo's twin brother. I'd just hit my brother up and go, can I have some of that sweet, sweet cash that the Nuggets are paying you <laughs> that you're basically stealing from them? Can I have some of that? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Shall we get into the hot button topic of tonight's show? I thought we already yeah, did. Yeah, since we're already on such great terms. <laughs> we're pushing, we're pushing <laughs> all really the buttons. We're spurring the Thanksgiving family feuds here at PHNX, but we decided, thanks to... Who, who suggested this? Do you remember? Chris. 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 Yep. Yes, Chris thanks Melton to Chris. The suggestion was to rank our top five Thanksgiving dishes or food items. Mm -hmm. So we did, and oh. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm gonna get a lot of heat tonight. <laughs> As you should. As you should. Oh, so boy. I don't. I, who I don't wants, know how who to, wants do to this? volunteer and go first uh, here? Because yeah, oh, me, somebody volunteer to go first. Before we get into this. Brian in the chat says, Espo's dad was right. He should call 1-800-NEXT. <laughs> <laughs> that is one hell of a memory there. I'm impressed. Oh, oh my God. I, I'll go first because okay, I'm used to taking first. shrapnel on this show anyways. Let's do a little <laughs> ranking. We put file. them all on the same thing, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, that, nobody's well, going I, first. We're I all doing it at the same time. I can explain my list for the audio only. For sure. Group. Okay, yeah. you explain your list, Espo. Okay. So stuffing is number one. Oof. And... <laughs> It, it goes without saying. <clears throat> Stuffing is the best part of a Thanksgiving meal. It, it it's, it's bread, which you can't go wrong with bread. It's seasoned, and it's been in the turkey, so you get the turkey flavor, too. It's the best thing. Canned cranberry sauce is my second. And I don't care what anybody says. There is nothing Clearly. like canned cranberry <laughs> sauce that, uh, that, you know, and then uh, twice-baked potatoes. I don't know if you guys have ever had these, oh, but oh, fancy. nothing like a twice-baked potato. Cheese, potato, more potato, more cheese. <laughs> what the hell else do you need? That's like That's like all the food groups you need right there for Thanksgiving. This is just all... <laughs> Carbs. <laughs> That's what Thanksgiving Sabato. is. Stuffed mushrooms. I'll let my Italian show a little bit. Okay. Uh, you get mushrooms stuffed with uh, with a little cheese. Always a little cheese. Love some cheese. Say, I love me some che cheese. Should have just been the whole list. <laughs> is what I'm getting. with breadcrumbs in there. It's it, it's good. Then you bake those, and then it's pumpkin pie with a pecan crust. <laughs> this is All right. So true. It it's uh, no. There is no. Uh, you There's don't no go entree. to Thanksgiving for an entree. You go for the side dishes, all right? Oh, boy. Oh, it was like good. my dating strategy back in the day, too. You go, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. No entree, just the you sides? The side just dishes. the side pieces? Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. This man was ruthless oh back in the day. Gosh, I don't know about the dating situation. <laughs> either, here, like... But as far as, like, Thanksgiving meal, I kind of feel you with the sides. Look, They're pretty solid. Well, seriously, who's going to Thanksgiving going, you know what? I'm here for turkey and turkey only. Fuck the rest of it. That's all I want. Ew, you no. You go for the side I mean, dishes. Only a serial killer uh, would listen. only show up for turkey. Uh, who's going next? I'll, I'll go next okay. because mine has turkey at the top, but okay. it has turkey with red chili because I will give you that turkey by itself can be pretty bland unless you know exactly what you're doing. That's why in New Mexico we have the red chili to give that turkey some extra flavor. It's basically, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't eat the turkey without the red chili probably. 
Then I got mashed potatoes with green chili because you mix mashed potatoes and the green chili in there. I like weird heads Oh, up. my God. It's so good. Oh, and- my God. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> you just said it with like, oh, like with, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Since you guys can't see him right now, I'm just drilled on so oh 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 <laughs> Damn it. And now we've got prosciutto wrapped asparagus because, I mean, that's. Dude, again, you that's guys a, are rich. I mean, that's a, that's an Italian thing. Big potato and prosciutto. <laughs> all you asparagus. gotta do, all you gotta do, is just buy prosciutto and wrap it around asparagus and put it in the oven, and it's fucking bomb. Hey, what that prosciutto is, and this- then we got pecan pie number four because yes. gotta have a dessert in there, and pumpkin pie is good, but it's kind of basic. And then for number five, we got Jack Daniel's Fire and Coke because guess what? I am not gonna be sober on Thanksgiving. I need a drink. Gerald's the drunk Look, uncle. I am the drunk uncle, and I'm cool with it. None <laughs> of you, you guys are all gonna be parched as shit. I have a drink. <laughs> the whole New Mexico uh, Thanksgiving sounds drunk as hell. Like, oh, what yeah. is half this stuff? Dude, it's I love fantastic. it. Fantastic. Oh, I love it. No, I'm all, I, I'm, That's not Thanksgiving. I'm all, I'm all about Gerald's Thanksgiving. I'm not going to lie. It's, nope. it's a great time. <clears throat> Mine's sweet time. potatoes and marshmallows because that's the goat. Nobody it is. Can get the that's goat. the goat. Yeah, so you and I agree on that, and that's where we stop our agreement. Um, <laughs> stuffing with cranberry sauce. Espo, I will agree with you. Canned cranberry sauce. Is Thank the you. best cranberry sauce. Okay, but I don't you want guys that. Eat this cranberry sauce by itself. Is yes. that really cranberry sauce no, is I, only good no. on the turkey what? because it needs no. something. No, I need no. to have it with the stuffing. Yeah, I don't even need it with stuffing. the turkey. Yeah. You go by itself a little bit. I mean, everything's kind of mixed in the Thanksgiving yeah, plate, anyways. Yeah, and then uh, turkey only if it's smoked or deep fried. I don't like that big shit. Keep that to your grandma. Um, <laughs> and then mashed potatoes with gravy. <laughs> <laughs> mashed potatoes with gravy, and then uh, pecan pie because pecan pie is the best dessert. It's so good. I've never had pecan pie. Really? Oh, it's That's good. why you put pumpkin up there, you it's asshole. It's pretty good. It's well, good. I have a pecan crust. My aunt used to make a great <laughs> one. All right? I don't know. I'm just saying I appreciate a good pecan, so I'm sure I'd like the pie. Okay. It just wasn't ever at my Thanksgiving. Well, tomorrow maybe you'll have some. I maybe I will if I actually show up. <laughs> right. If he's not too angry after the show. I feel like literally everyone is coming for me in the comments for mine. Because yeah, um, it's terrible. It's not, though. <laughs> it's... So sweet potatoes with marshmallows yes. is by far the best thing about Thanksgiving. And this is where you fucked it but all up. But here's the thing. So my grandma <laughs> makes it to where it's it's pretty. It's not like a casserole. Yeah. So it's like actual sweet potatoes and then like a sauce yes. with like brown sugar and all that stuff. So you use the King's Hawaiian roll to soak up the juices. Uh, we don't soak up the juices. We call it sop it up. Okay. Oh. Then to sop, it sop up, up the juices. Hold on a second. I take delightful. crap for stuffing and you have giant piece of bread as your number two. <laughs> yeah, because it's bomb. <laughs> I'll give Lindsay this. I love King Hawaiian rolls. They're so good. Not but two, I wouldn't though. put it number two on a list. Well, because, I wouldn't put it as a Thanksgiving thing either. The only reason why I put it number two is because the only reason I show up to Thanksgiving is for the sweet potatoes. And then what I use, what complements the sweet potatoes, basically. You should have put them together. So, so why not make a damn sandwich? Just well, that's what I was getting with. Ham is number four because if you well, stick ham... In between your Hawaiian roll and you put a little bit of well, that sweet potato on it, it is so who good. Who has ham at Thanksgiving? Oh, it just I seems do. like just a sweet like overload. What it, it's it's basically dessert. Yes, I will okay. eat the sweet potatoes as dessert, which is why there's not pie on this. How many ovens do you have at your house? You're cooking a ham, a turkey, like. Dude, um, what, first of all, you don't even cook. What are you talking about? I, don't, well, I know I you don't. have multiple <laughs> ovens to do that. You don't. 
You don't uh, have to have multiple ovens. How, how are you cooking a ham and a turkey at the same time with all this other no, stuff? One no, one family member brings the ham, the other you brings the turkey. You can cook a ham at one temperature, and then as it's about to finish, you put the other one in. It's, Who has that kind of time? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then tamales, green chili and cheese are my favorite. That's a good one. You, I mean, it's the wrong spelling of chili, but I I love the Did green chili wrong? tamales. <laughs> yeah, it's chili with a chili e, with an e. I. Well, um, likes, she likes green cold tamales. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then I just put green meat casserole at the end because oh. I don't really care about anything else really at Thanksgiving. Like it's all whatever. But my mom does make a good green bean casserole, so I have to I, give Susie five, some love. Number five, no green beans should ever be on the I don't like any of those three words in that in that phrase. Green bean casserole. Yeah. I don't like any of it. It's bad. Whatever, you haters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of all the things that you could have picked as filler, you went with green bean casserole? Yeah, I mean, they're good. Oh, I think it's good. Gross. <laughs> Whatever. I don't want to hear it. I... <laughs> I think I clearly clearly won this. I don't. I'm I'm happy you with my always, Thanksgiving. Oh, Soul always thinks he clearly is one. <laughs> we've I only, we've only won this. We've one. only, we've only done two. Won. We've only do two, done two other ones, and I, I mean, won one of them. I mean everything. I don't mean just what we do as steak draft. Yeah. It's always the <laughs> I, I did clearly win. won. Yeah, I did clearly <laughs> win. Oh man. Yeah, I don't think I won this one because I feel like mine is basically like a kids <laughs> menu almost. <laughs> Does mac and cheese? Wait, put on a kid's plate? Oh, yeah. It's a all of those things. And then, like, and the green bean ham. casserole, you yeah. try to force your kids yeah. to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody so, have mac and cheese at Thanksgiving? I don't. I don't, I don't either. either. No. I love mac and cheese, but I'd, I felt like I'd be a fraud if I put it on because we never have right. it. We have, we we never usually have we, had, we had collard greens, but not, not mac and cheese. See, see, one of my favorite Thanksgiving things, and I didn't include it because it's not Thanksgiving meal. My wife makes a... Uh, like a breakfast casserole for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite thing that we eat. Yeah. But it didn't really count because it wasn't really the the Thanksgiving meal. So I don't. Hello, I don't trust Espo. He doesn't know what meat is on a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a glob of chicken. <laughs> it's a glob of turkey. Who Espo, wants to eat Espo's that? number one should have just been glump. Glump. Yeah. 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 Glump, please. <laughs> All right, All right. Well, that was our rank and file top five Thanksgiving um, dishes. What's the weirdest thing you've ever had somebody bring to a Thanksgiving meal? Fucking mm. potato salad with raisins in it. Did somebody really <laughs> oh. do yes. that, though? Yes. Yes. A million percent yes. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I was in the military. It was my first year in Florida, and I didn't have family down in Florida. So we ate at a person's house, and somebody literally brought potato salad with raisins in it it's and i florida. thought it was like i was make gonna say it's florida like i don't yeah it was me. like oh my gosh when i saw that i, I almost threw up yeah that's the weirdest thing somebody's ever brought is a turkey with red chili sauce this man's gonna be hating and then one year he's gonna try it hey, and i'm gonna change bring, his world you bring me some i'll try it i'll try okay. anything we'll see how it survives the drive back <laughs> Wait, green bean casserole is the side everyone fights over to bring because it's the easiest one? Is it? I didn't know that. What do you just put What's green that? beans in a casserole dish? You call it casserole? Like, I have no I idea. Touch that crap, so. It's just green beans and then mushroom, freaking cream of mushroom, Ooh. and then some onion, Ooh. fried onions on top, and that's that, it. It's that, the all of that most sounds, basic thing to make. Oh, it sounds, sounds worse terrible. than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, that explains things yeah. a little bit. So... <laughs> I don't well, even. Why, why, why does everybody just, hate on as I knock my glasses? Why does everybody hate 
on pumpkin pie so damn much. Because it's it's not even good. That's have you, why. I like I the, like whip, I like the whipped cream on top of it. Store-bought sucks. I'll say that. But have you had a legit, fresh, homemade pumpkin pie? Done yes. Like, yes. My sister makes a, a good pumpkin pie. If you like pumpkin pie, you would love my sister's pumpkin yeah, pie. Like, I was spoiled. My aunt made all the pies homemade growing up. Mm. So, like, that was uh, that's why I like pumpkin pie. I'm not talking, like, Safeway, been sitting there for a week you know, you pull it out and, and it just, it's gross. It's like they dumped a can of, uh, of filling in there. Like I'm talking good stuff here. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind pumpkin pie. It's not bad. I would just, if I had a choice between pumpkin and pecan, I'm, I'm going pecan. I think this debate basically started with the question, is pumpkin pie overrated? So that's kind of how we got into this. I don't uh, know that it would be that pumpkin pie is like straight garbage. Solving so, right? But pumpkin it's, pie it's is overrated. The worst pie. It is overrated. Pumpkin pie has taken so much heat because we got pumpkin spice everything now. All right, <laughs> I, that's why. That's why it's hit this point. It's right? a conspiracy against it's, pumpkin it's pie. Like, it's like LeBron and the Lakers. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, Sorry, we got a, someone asked if uh, I've ever bought Allsup's chimichangas in New Mexico. I actually have not. So I I would love some feedback because I'm gonna actually head up there on Wednesday for Thanksgiving. So I'm, I'm looking for things to fill out my list of places to knock off while I'm home. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Sounds there like go. he's going out of robberies. Looking for places to knock oh, off yeah. while yeah, I'm yeah. home. Wex is good. Yeah, Wex. yeah so what? send him those. Tweet, him at, tweet at him so and, he knows uh, where to go. Kinnerit Weiss yes. um, is asking about the game. Yeah, we talked about that for like the first 30 minutes of this, yes. this show. They were fantastic. Then they choked. And then JaVale McGee did get some bum-ass foul calls. But they ended up winning. So there's your 13-game win streak recap. Well, <laughs> anything else you guys would like to talk about uh, from tonight's game before we wrap up? Can we go back to how dumb the Spurs moniker is? Honestly, like when we go back and we look at these kind of games, like we're not going to remember that the Suns kind of let it get out, uh, get away from them for a little bit. All we're going to remember is that they won the game mm -hmm. and that's 13 in a row. They have a chance to do something that maybe no other Suns team has ever done. Um, you know, they got to do it five more times and then they'll, they might be on an 18 game winning streak. They got to take it one game at a time. They have another day off. Wednesday's another, another key game before they wrap up the last two on the road. And those last two are going to be a little difficult because it's the Knicks and the Nets on a back to back. Mm -hmm. And the, the back end of that back to back is not the fucking Spurs. I'll tell you that much <laughs> right now. So, mm -hmm. um, but this should be fun. And this is what we all signed up for. We wanted to see yeah. this team um, play as well as we hoped they, they would. And I know Espo had the panic button sitting right here uh, when they were one and three, but none of us touched it. And that is for this reason, because we knew that they were going to be able to come through. Yeah, I mean, they're in rarefied air now. They are tied for uh, the third longest or second longest, no, third, third. longest win streak, second team. So no, 06 07 Suns had a 17 and a 15 game mm -hmm. win streak. And then they're tied with the 92 93 Suns at 13 games. That was the longest win streak that team went on. That's something special to be mentioned with those two teams. Those are the two, arguably two of the best Suns teams oh, yeah. in the history of the franchise. So they have, they have legitimately put themselves in rarefied air. And they're on a pace with this start to to be one of the best starts for a team who's coming off a trip to the finals as well. There's something really good about this team. There, there. Uh, Canera in the in the chat said, "Do you think it was hard for our players and Coach Pop 
basically to play each other uh, tonight uh, based on their Olympic relationship. I, you know, honestly, like these guys don't think about that. Yeah, they, I don't they, think when so. they get on the court, they want to beat the the opponent. They don't really care who it is or how great of a relationship they have. Like, you know, Gerald and I are good friends, but if we played one on one on the basketball court, he'd want to beat me and I'd want to beat him. And I don't think about our relationship off the court. It's like, okay, I, I, I want to destroy you. Mm-hmm. And he would say the same thing, I think. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we've talked about this a lot with the yeah. players. Like, they always say, you know, before the game, it's all love. After the game, it's all yeah. love. But, when they're on that court, it's I don't care who you are. The goal here is to win and whatever it takes. So the, the only I don't guy, know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I just say the only guy that I think it could be a little weird and, and, it, and it likely isn't it is Monty Williams because right. played for Pop, coached with Pop after a difficult time in his life, uh, you know, and, and now is, is coaching against Pop. There's there's a bond there between those two guys, but even them. They understand it's business when you get out there. It's so. competition, you know, yeah. and, that, and that's what you're getting paid for, and you understand that, and you've you've known that your entire life. You've even known about, you know, these guys are assistant coaches before they become head coaches, yep. and they establish relationships all over the league, obviously. So you know, you're, there's going to be a point in time where you're going to face a counterpart that maybe you worked with for a year or two or three, and this, these guys just don't think about that kind of stuff. I don't no. think. Most people don't think about that kind of stuff when they go play ball. Like, I, I don't think I've ever thought about, oh, that's my best friend playing against me. Like, no, I'm, I'm going to destroy you. That's because mm-hmm. what that's what I want to do. I want to win this game so I can stay on the court. I do wonder if the coach to coach, there's a little bit, especially with a coach like Pop and Monty, a little bit of like a passing of the torch mm-hmm. sort of a thing, especially because there was the the conversations after the Olympics of Monty maybe being in that, mm-hmm. that running for that head coaching job. Well, Espo was talking about the, the, well, he said the teacher becomes the master, but I think he meant to say the student becomes the master because yeah. Monty was the student. Right. And now he's, he's growing to that level and getting that level of respect. And it's only going to get better for him the more he stays in this game, like it was for pop. So um, I, I can see that to that regard for sure. So maybe a little bit more on the coaching side of things, just because they're, a little more removed, but yeah. I think player to player and coach to player probably not so much. <clears throat> no, de- definitely not. I think I think Monty just holds Pop in, in high esteem, high mm-hmm. regard for everything that he's done uh, in his life. But still, when you get on the court, that goes out the window. That both those guys want to win. So. I think the with Pop, I could see I could see him kind of like subtly trash talking, like oh, you know Devin no. Booker, like maybe maybe Devin Booker was struggling, like hitting a fadeaway in the corner or something like that. Then he hits one tonight, and as he runs by, he's like, "Oh, now you hit it." Yeah, you know what I mean, like totally. those kind of things, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but nothing like personal for sure. I love that. And then um, to your point, Saul, I am really excited for the end of this week. I think it'll be a little bit of a test for the guys and. Hopefully push them to take the next step because everyone has been talking all season long. Everyone over associated with that team will tell you, yeah, we're on a really good win streak right now. We got to soak it in. Hopefully the fans are enjoying it. But this isn't this isn't the final form. There's another step to be taken. So hopefully this will push them a, uh, closer one, to that. That's a great, this pot is the embodiment of the Suns joking around all game and getting serious in the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not wrong. We're now going to talk <laughs> philosophy and religion yeah. for the remaining <laughs> few moments. I mean, tonight especially. Tonight was a little bit. But, you know, we had to get our Thanksgiving in because Gerald is going home for yeah. Thanksgiving, so we weren't able he's to do it on us. Wednesday. Yes. Like, we got him for, Wednesday? We got him for one game, and now he's gone again. I might I might make a surprise appearance while I'm on vacation back home, yeah, but we'll see. Uh, and I also, Manuel, I saw earlier, I have had Blake's, though. I have had their breakfast burritos, and yes, they are bomb. 
Sorry. I, I, I see my Burkenios in the chat, so I got to acknowledge them. Have you ever thrown a Venezia's pizza onto a roof? I have not. And you know what's sad is they had to, the owners of that home had to put up a fence in front of their wall because people kept coming to their house and throwing pizzas on their roof. <laughs> That's up. amazing. Wait, what? The so Breaking Bad Breaking house. Bad, the, the Walter White's house. Oh. You remember how he like throws the pizza on the roof? I've never seen that. People oh, kept right. going to the because like there's a Breaking Bad tour in Albuquerque and you can go visit the house and people would just come and hold, throw a whole ass pizza on their roof like Walter did in the, the show. The best part of that tour, That's you really get a sample of meth too. So. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I will have you know, Missouri is the meth capital of the United States. Oh we get a bad gosh. rap because of that show. Oh, look, <laughs> Saul, if you have not seen Breaking Bad. It's the best Spend show. Spend the entire time. weekend and binge the damn thing. It is the greatest television seen show. I've seen like five episodes. I like this is my this is my crutch. Is I get like halfway through a season and then I like tap out. I got all the way to the point where uh he he blew up um he threw a, like a bomb inside his little room. Oh when, yeah, uh, when In the Tuco's car room. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the last episode yeah. I saw. Keep going. Yeah, okay. Keep it's going. Great. It's yeah, an all time. It's one of the best shows, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, you have, you a, guy, say you you have a guy named it? Saul Goodman. No, and my I didn't watch Bookman. it. No, I didn't know what you, you guys were talking <laughs> oh, gotcha. about. Gotcha. I thought you were just like trying to get it. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Movies I have a hard time with. Shows seem to be a lot easier. Don't ask me why. It just is what it is. Um, all right, gentlemen. Thank you so much for hanging out and having some fun. No, thank you, Esp- er, Lindsay. Oh, 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 your sarcasm oh, backfired immediately. Shots. Look at that. <laughs> I was going to say it. thank you, Lindsay, for doing what you did to Espo today. <laughs> I fucked it all up. Thank you for getting Lindsay back without me having to do anything. <laughs> Much appreciated. Don't say I never had your back. Well, you yeah. haven't, but that's all right. <laughs> if you guys have not yet become a member at gophnx.com, uh, please consider doing so. You get to read Gerald's amazing articles, and there's extra content over there. You also get all the specials for our merch. We have a deal of the week each week for gophnx.com members. We about to drop some special deals. Well, you know what? I can go Sorry. ahead and say it. We are going to have a Black Friday sale starting uh, on Friday, and that's how Black Friday works. <laughs> um, and it's uh, going to be up to 50% off in the locker. Ooh, nice. Nice. 50% and so off in the locker. You can check out all of the things we have in the locker at phnxlocker.com. Get prepared. Yep. Become a member so you can hit up all of those uh, deals and specials. <laughs> I saw I fucked up, Manuel. Okay? <laughs> Sorry. Manuel, okay? I sometimes confuse Lindsay with Espo too, so it's okay. <laughs> oh. We do look so much alike. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're both we're both the oldies of the group, yeah. so I get uh, it. Their spirit looks the same <laughs> exactly. as I spit everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. I'm Lindsay Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. That's Saul Bookman. You can follow him on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. That's Gerald Borgay. You can follow him on Twitter at Gerald Borgay. And of course, we've got Espo. You can follow him on Twitter at Espo. I still haven't forgiven Lindsay, but. And the show shame. Oh,